Welcome in. Tuesday, June 27th, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. And we're going to deep dissect today's chart because there are some little crown jewels in here that I want to embellish and bring out. So glad you're here. The first one is not so unobvious. Was that a double negative? <laughs> anyway, we have a kite that has formed on this grand trine. So the grand trine has been with us since last week. The sun, now Mercury, is, has a corner of this too. Saturn over in Pisces in retrograde. And then the other point of it has been the south node of the moon in Scorpio. You know, I was thinking just a little microcosm of that thing that happened in Russia over the weekend is so south node in Scorpio. It really is. If you think about back to the big riots that have been happening around, it is about rebellion. And that south node is not going to go out with a whimper. Remember, the sign change date is July 17th when the nodes switch to what is my nodal axis, just backwards, Aries Libra. But right now the nodes are very strong, so old stuff coming up. And of course, follow the north node path because that's grounding, Taurus. So there's your quick answer. But what about this kite? So let's throw two sextiles on one leg of this grand trine, and that gives us Jupiter and the north node. So listen to this list of planets again. These are all cooperatively working together. The Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, and the north and south nodes of the moon. And even in just listening to that list, did you catch a little whiff of upgrading karma? Old things becoming new? And don't forget, you say, where's the tension in this chart right now? Well, one of the places of tension is Pluto in this eternal square to the nodes of the moon. So I look at that. That's a bending of the nodes kind of position where Pluto is overseeing this. And Pluto is back in those last degrees of Capricorn cleaning up old stuff. It will be 200 and about 50 years before Pluto cleans up old stuff in the later degrees of Capricorn. And I would bet that it will leave not missing a beat. So what I'm hearing from people, we had this on Level Up on Sunday, and then I've been hearing from people talking about this in other venues, that there's a more positive air to things right now. And yet, the world is crazy. And this is where I think there's a subtle message in this chart. Because yesterday evening, Mercury moved into Cancer. The conjunction with the Sun will be on Saturday. So all this week, Mercury and the Sun are starting to merge together in the very non-fiery sign of cancer. So this is a week to really soften your ego head, monkey mind, etc. and bring it into meld or merger with your soul. If you're in conversation with somebody this week, don't try to hear as much of what they're saying. Of course, don't ignore them, but <laughs> feel what they're saying. Offer a big, long, awkward pause. so that you have time to feel before you respond. You might even request, could I get back with you on that? Take it into your soul, into your heart. So there's this beautiful picture of what's going on with cancer, and then also the grounding like we were just talking about with both Jupiter and the North Node at the table of this aspect now in this kite formation, this formation of destiny, if you will, sitting in Taurus of grounding and stability, even Pluto triple the strength of Mars, don't forget, sitting in the ominous position of Capricorn is also pointing to grounded stability. So whatever you're encountering this week, 
that would be the place to go for energetic support from the sky. Do as much as you can to bring it within Cancer and ground it. Taurus and Capricorn, the elements of water and earth, solid, stable emotions. Now, where's another pressure point in this chart? Well, we've talked about it. Venus and Mars in Leo square up to Uranus in Taurus. Did I mention cray-cray earlier? <laughs> it's crazy out there. Yeah. Could it be explosive? Well, we saw that this weekend. Could it affect things related to Venus? Yeah, Venus is in there now fully. It's applying all week, and the exact square for Venus up to Uranus will be Sunday. So anything could happen, especially those areas related to Venus. We kind of mentioned the list yesterday. Relationships, money, love, balance, harmony, home, etc. And I think that's a little extra punched because Venus and Mars and Leo are semi-square to the Sun and Mercury in Cancer. So this near conjunction of Venus and Mars in the fiery sign of Leo kind of has its own separated separateness energy about it. It makes that tension stronger in my book. In other words, it's not working with anything. It's working against everything. And the only thing it is in some kind of cahoots with is Uranus. And that's just what you saw over the weekend or that bizarre stuff that might be going on in your own life. And depending on how wide of an orb you want to use, that really doesn't fall apart, that tension, until the first part of July. And it falls apart into a yod, by the way, between Neptune and Pluto. Neptune and Pluto will be at the base. Venus and Mars will be at the point. We're not done with this by any stretch of the imagination. Neptune. <laughs> oh my. But look. The grand trine with the kite, so those aspects, the sun and Mercury now molded into this go-into-your-heart-first solution, and the point up there with Jupiter and the north node in Taurus gives us, I think, a lot stronger pull. So if something does heat up around that Mars-Venus-Uranus, you just pull back into your little crab shell, go inside, get your answer, and then come back and deliver it in as nurturing of a way as possible. That is working with this chart. Hope that helps. I'm going to use it too this week when stuff comes up. You betcha. Hey, if you want a, kind of a cool conversation over on Old Soul, New Soul, the podcast we released today is about finding moles, marks, and scars in the chart. Hmm. Check it out if you're interested in that, and I'll see you back tomorrow.